Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. This is going to be issue number 79, and man, did we miss you. Before we talk about the PlayStation experience this week, let's go ahead and meet our cast. Joining us, we have Dave the Bearded Menace. I can't cast that here. We have Doc Chris. C'est moi. We have Chase Mac. I'm wearing pajamas. <laughs> Jimmy jams. And, of course, we have the original Coyote himself, Sergio, joining us as well. Ew. And I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. Okay, let's go ahead. Let's hit that musical thingy so we can just go ahead and talk about Guardians of the Galaxy for the next 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> So for those of you who are unaware or have been living under a rock, I love Telltale games. I play them mm -hmm. every single um, Saturday night over on my channel. Uh, and I've been playing them before that too. If there's one thing that I love more than Telltale games, it's the Guardians of the Galaxy Marvel Cinematic Movie. Uh, and now they're going together. Like peanut butter and fluff and they jelly. They go together like Um So we have a nice little teaser trailer that has come out of the Telltale camp, uh, boasting Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, the Telltale series. Not too much is known on it yet. We don't know which characters we're going to be playing or seeing or who they're going to be voiced or even really when it'll come out other than 2017. Um, but the trailer is just cool. You watch it and even if you don't know um, what's going on in the first three seconds, the fourth and fifth second, when you see a Walkman playing a rad mix floating through space, that just gives it away right there. It's great. Um, so I'm really pumped for it. I don't know about you guys. I, if I'm to wager a guess, I would assume we don't play any of the Guardians. We play a new character uh, per the Telltale experience, right? In, yeah. in uh, The Walking Dead, we play as Lee in season one. Uh, which, which, uh, which Lee, we, I'm so sad about that. Fucking Lee. Fucking Lee. Lee. Um, and, and, like, and that's a huge gamble, too, to have a, yeah. a, new, a new character because people have come to love the characters in the Guardians of the Galaxy. So I, at first, when, when I heard of this, I thought it was a pretty cool idea because I don't necessarily I don't I don't mess with the Telltale games unless like I'm watching uh, your stream, Greg. But mm -hmm. like uh, other than that, the, the Batman Telltale was actually pretty cool. I'll I'll give it that. But but I personally, uh, you know, don't care for those games too much. I like more of a hands on approach. I don't know. Uh, well, uh, one of our buddies actually brought up a good idea. Uh, Telltale should should maybe bring these games over to the mobile market because, like, you know, I was thinking I, I would definitely mm. play one of these games on a train. You know, they do. Like, they, they, they're on there. They, yeah, they, yeah. They do. Are they on there? The Too late. They're already no. on there. All of them? Like the Batman one too? At like least a the Walking iPhone? Dead. Walking Dead. Definitely Walking is. Dead's on there. Wolf Among Us is on there. I'm very confident Batman's on there. It's on um, iOS. And I'm Android? I'm not. Uh, <laughs> no way. Probably, yeah. I'm not 100% about Batman, uh, but I know Walking Dead's on there. I know Wolf Among Us is on there. Dude, um, Batman's on there. Minecraft oh Story God. Mode is on there. Yeah, yeah. like they wow. have like, they, they do a pretty good job at, because these games aren't graphically intense, right? Like they have great res resolution. They look good, but like going behind the scenes of it a little bit, the models aren't that crazy. The textures are nice, but you can up res or down res those, you know, depending on the platform you're going for. So they actually do a really good job at kind of like making themselves pretty universal with very little effort after the fact. Hmm. They have a good aesthetic going. Like I really oh, didn't mind it for, yeah. for Batman. It, re it really suited actually. Yeah. Oh, I totally, yeah. I totally agree. 
Uh, and of Batman's course, the Borderlands really like Minecraft yeah. story mode. Surprisingly to me, I played it just because like, it was like seven bucks on sale. So I picked that up and a bunch of stuff, and I do not regret a second of it. I'm actually <laughs> enjoying wow. it more than Batman right now. I, I'll go as far to say that. Wow. Um, what, what makes it so good? This Minecraft story. So, so for me um, personally, it's all about the mix of drama and comedy, and that's Zombie. what Batman's mi- obviously missing. Uh, that's what tales tales from the Borderland have or had, and that's what uh, Minecraft story mode has. You have Patton Oswalt as the main guy. You have Brian Posehn as a what? secondary character. Um, <laughs> very Patton cool Oswald. stuff. Yeah, Patton Oswalt. Like I'm sitting there playing it. Uh, and you can go back and watch how if you want, but I'm sitting there playing it. I'm like, is that fucking Patton Oswald? And I think about it. And I'm like, no, that can't be Pat, Patton Oswald. So I'm, I'm moving along. I'm playing and I'm like, I pause it. I'm like, that has to be. So I IMDB it. And sure enough, it's Mr. Ratatouille himself, Patton Oswald. <laughs> but it's just I wonder, great. It's, it's just, uh, it's a good time. I recommend it. I wonder because like, you're not likely not going to be one of the main characters like no. maybe they would go ahead and go with Groot and just have him be like super articulate for his inner monologue perhaps you know <laughs> no, that, that would be, well because that, that's how he actually is in the comics is right. I remember um and if Casey were here he would he would concur with me I'm just gonna start saying this right now if Casey's here he, was con- he would concur with me is that <laughs> Casey, we have two still with us who's that I, I don't know who you're talking about who's Casey what's a Casey Ooh. I don't know um, life as but a tree there's, there's a scene with uh, Jean Grey and Take she's re- reading his mind and he's like thinking words and like these really complex thoughts, but all he's saying is, "I am Groot." So he's probably one of the smartest characters a bit in the Marvel universe. But he's just well, yeah. not not in the movies. He was drinking out of a water fountain, a public. Mean, yeah, he's very introspective. Is what's really happening from my yeah. <laughs> um, or it would be really funny if just every single dialogue choice was "I am Groot." Except for triangle, which is, which is the ellipses, which is what it always is. I hope they do that. Every oh, option awesome. is I am Groot. Well, no, it should be Even like I am Groot question I mark. So I am that. Groot exclamation point. I am Groot ellipses. You know, press F to Groot ellipses. Yep. Never yep. has punctuation been more prevalent. No. I mean, what, what's going to happen ultimately? I would imagine is it's going to be an, a new character that we'd never heard of. That's always what it is. That's what it's been. Star in. guy. Borderlands. It's what it's been in. Uh, except Wolf Among Us, actually. That's the exception. Because Wolf Among Us, you, you play as Bigby Wolf. Um, well, then Batman, right? Yeah, Batman. Oh, no, you never heard of Bruce Wayne. Oh. Right? He's just some random DC guy, right? Mm. Hmm. He's not Batman. Get That's out. right. <laughs> I am. <laughs> All right, Dave, you have something you want to you talk about, too, speaking of Guardians of the Yeah, Galaxy. speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, so this week we definitely got to see the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 teaser trailer number two, mm-hmm. and it did solve one of the things a lot of us were worried about, where in the first Guardians of the Galaxy, they, have, they played the same song that was in the original trailer for the first movie, and oh, Greg, you were a little worried about that also, like, it's not, yeah. we're not going to hear, like, any new music for it. Sure, yeah, yeah. This one, we got to hear some new music. Very hilarious. Baby Groot was awesome. I am Groot. Um, that He's doesn't sound anything like Baby Groot. Yeah, I fucked that up horribly. In Soviet like, Russia, three still grows and what walks. Was that? Was, what was, was that? Was that like Frankenstein? <laughs> fix, fix that in post, Greg. Just fix it in post. I'm doing nothing in this story. I'm making it worse in post, if anything. God damn it. Actually, that, that that's not possible. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but yeah, so definitely a lot of humor in it. Story, yeah. um, it's nice to see like they didn't lose any of that type of like comedy they had in the first one. At least that's what it looks like in the trailer anyway. Right, yeah. Um got to see Baby Groot Hulk out, which was kind of like yeah. surprising. I didn't know what that was Baby Hulk 
baby yeah. Groot could do. And then, and he grabbed the guy, threw him off the plank. So I thought it was kind of cool. So what would you guys think? Uh, he's still strong AF, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, it, looks, it looks it looks awesome. Uh, I, I wasn't worried with, with the first trailer when they played um, the... Uh, Come and Ooh, get your love. It's like, oh, obviously they're playing that. So, you know, that's the song that opened up the last movie that mm-hmm. people recognize it with. And it was funny when I saw the outcry on social media. People are like, oh, my God, they used a song from the old movie for the chiller for the new movie. I'm just like, right. it's not a finished product yet. Why are people complaining? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but you know, I, I understand. People were like, oh, I'll put a new song so we can get like a brand new, you know, thing or whatever. But uh, right. I, I think I think the humor is going to be good because like the cast works really well with each other. Yeah. You know, they, they've done other projects. Like I think they hang out too and they're really comfortable now. So you have a cast that's really comfortable yeah. in a short amount of time too. Because like, I think with the, 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 the other Marvel movies with uh, the Avengers, it took them a bit to actually get to know one another. They actually went out. They were telling like Jimmy Kimmel, they went out with each other and stuff like that. But these guys just really came together. Even in the first movie, you can see they're really synergized. And in the second one, we're just going to hop right back into it. And it, it feels like we know them, you know? Although like, right. I think what I think what really helps that whole situation though is definitely Chris Pratt. Because if you look at Chris Pratt and you like yeah. look at his interviews, he seems like the guy, if you invite him to a party, it'd be a fucking kick-ass party. Like yeah. he will make that shit fun. It's, and without even drinking, he'll probably just be like, Say funny stuff, you yeah. know. Is anyone and following him on Instagram? Together, because what he's Are, doing is this fun thing where he's taking pictures of himself and Jennifer Lawrence, yeah, cutting out Jennifer Lawrence the whole time. <laughs> oh, that's great! <laughs> the greatest trolling marketing scheme <laughs> of awesome. all time. That's but he's so also great. talking about how excited he is to like finally get like a selfie with Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> it's <just always laughs> fucked up. And then he's holding like a magazine in front of her face. <laughs> oh, that's so oh, good. That's awesome. It's it's. So tremendous. Oh, that's so good. I wonder if she was cut out of the X-Men movies. But uh, I, I, do like, <laughs> I do like the line. I, I do like how, how Rocket is trying to teach Groot. Like, like okay, you don't don't press this button. He's just like, this button? He's yeah. like, oh, I need Groot. tape. Anyone got tape? And, the, and then Star-Lord's just like, if anyone would have tape, it would be you. <laughs> and and we're like, Rocket's yeah, just like, I got to do everything, don't I? Just yeah, Meanwhile, Groot is that, halfway that through the tunnel already. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's like taking the bond with him. I am Groot. He's like that. That's not good. And I, I love that feeling that we know the characters because when, when Chris Pat's character Star Lord says, if anybody would have tape, it would be you. And everyone in the crowd's just like, yeah, yeah. it would be him, right? It's like we, we know these characters already. And it, it's it's so cool to have that, that familiarity. So I can't wait for this one. Yeah. It's very like Leroy Jenkins moment. Yeah, yeah, it is. There's like a part of me that does feel like they did reveal. I mean, we don't know what the story is yet. I swear to God, trailers. if they reveal too much, I might walk to Connecticut and punch you in the face and walk back. <laughs> I do not know what's going on in the story here at all. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's we don't. That's what I was going to say. That we don't know what's going on in the story. We don't know who right. the villain. is. I mean, we do know who the villain is. We don't know how it goes on. But like, certain funny moments are like. I just hope that's not the funniest parts of the movie. Like, especially. I mean, I know it's not going to be, but there's always a chance, especially at the end of the trailer when like that. Girls like touching um, Star Lord. Mm-hmm. It's like you feel love, sexual love yeah. for her, and like um, Drax starts like laughing and making fun. Of him. This is the most embarrassing moment. She knows your secrets. Do me, do me. It's like I hope that's not the funniest part. I hope that's not a crescendo to something like in the movie. You know what I mean? Right. There's also a space kraken. Cannot yes, go wrong. Oh yeah, with yeah. the space kraken. Yeah, I was like, whoa, because you know, in trailers they have to show like a big like like CGI moment, you know. So it's just mm-hmm. like, holy crap, big CGI monster, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing to um, quick little minor thing, and I do want to talk about um, Mantis for a little bit. I like the juxtaposition of uh, Baby Groot on Rocket Raccoon. 
where in the other movies yes. you see it the other way around, which is really cool. Yes. It's a nice dynamic. It it really shows that you know they really it's like a symbiotic relationship where before it was kind of like you knew they were buddies, but like obviously Rocket was hanging out with Groot because he's the muscle. Um, but the, with the way Groot's abilities are, there's a, a good chunk of time where Rocket is caring for Groot, and then Groot right. cares for Rocket, and mm-hmm. then when Groot can't care enough because he's in shambles and he's a twig. That's when Rocket cares for him again. And right. I think that's just like a really cool little relationship, a cool little uh, twist on it. Well, I think it's also going to make Groot a whole lot more lethal because he's smaller. And like before, he was like big and lumbering. He was strong, right? But now yeah. he's strong and small. It's he's like, tiny. Yeah. Ant Man status right now. I love that yeah. his mentality hasn't changed. Like he, he still thinks he's the Hulk. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, so he kind of is from that one scene we saw. He can still do some pretty. Uh, no, he, he. I mean, he can totally trip people up and uh, you know throw them around, which is awesome. But like, he isn't. <laughs> you trip people. Ah. No, well, he, <laughs> he, he isn't people. like. Oh man, I'm smaller now. Maybe I should rethink a couple things. He's just like, no, fuck that. Like, I am like, um, like right in there and and going crazy and going strong. Um, Mantis. For those of you who don't know, she actually has green skin in the comics, which is probably... I'm kind of okay that they changed that because there's way too many green skin people in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and Muggles yeah. will get confused. Because they'll be like, wait, is that Gamora? Is that the Hulk? I don't understand what's going yeah, on. Yeah, because they get, they get, they get confused with Warcraft. Oh, all these orcs are the same. Yeah, exactly. Ah. Can't, can't, have that oh, can't upset the Muggles and their feeble little minds. Um, <laughs> but she's actually... Um, she's a martial artist. In the comics, anyway, she's a martial artist. Uh... She's an empath. She can manipulate plants, has accelerating healing factor, astral projection, and ability to wow. com- ability to communicate telepathically oh um, with the with an alien race. She is uh, half Vietnamese, half German daughter uh, of the villain Libra, who was born in Vietnam. And it's just kind of it's very interesting. She's uh, she has a falling in love with Vision at some point. Um, huh worked as fought alongside Scarlet Witch. So you could kind of see what? Mantis and she's not an A-list character, obviously, but that's where I think Guardian Shines is that you're getting to see those characters and bring them to the forefront. And we already have these connections in the comics to beings uh, that we already know that were introduced, like the Scarlet Witch. And now, Vision, is right? she is she classified as a mutant or an, an alien? Because it sounds like she, she's an earthling, but she has uh, these, these abilities, all these she crazy. She is... It doesn't actually. I don't even know. In all honesty, I couldn't tell you that. Hmm. Yeah. If we had our and, Marvel and comics because, like, expert here, maybe he might know. But <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. And and what's what's weird for me, like hearing hearing all that, is that uh, it seems like Guardians of the Galaxy takes place like uh, like further away from Earth, which is why we have such like a cool setting because it's it's in the beyond. We 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 don't know. Uh, right. So we get all these like cool different species and characters, but if she comes from Earth, I mean, I, does that mean they're going back? Well, it could be different in the movie too. Keep that in mind. Very, um, yeah, very true. Marvel very true. has kind of and look like she doesn't look like an Earthling, right? Uh, in right. this, like she's got the eyes, she's got the antenna, stuff like that. And granted, she still has the antenna in the comics, but in Marvel comics at this point, and she was created in 1973. Um, mm. At this, at that point, you could get away with any look, right? You have mutants, you got inhumans, you got all these shits running around uh, that could do anything. But in the um, Marvel Cinematic Universe, you kind of have the Inhumans kind of sorta, even though they don't really make too much reference to it in the movies. So getting away with uh, a look like that might be a little difficult, uh, other than explaining that she's just an alien. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, it looks really cool. I'm fucking in love with this trailer. 
Uh, and speaking of other trailers, there was a teaser to a trailer that we got to see the other day. Yeah. Yo, dog. I heard you like teasers. So you can have a teaser. I put a teaser inside your teaser so you can teaser while you teaser. We got. Well, that's the thing now. We get teasers to trailers. Oh, like, my the God. There's someone a- in marketing somewhere is just like, I have an idea. <laughs> yeah, it or was an exhibit. idea. It was exhibit. Um, <laughs> or an idea. The, tease, the, the trailer for Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming, so the origin story of yet another Spider-Man under ruse this time, um, has decided to drop, I think, now? Live, as we're speaking, on Jimmy Kimmel? I don't know what time he's on, really. Um, but we got a little snippet of, I think, a quick, brief moment in time where Happy is telling Peter Parker to suit up and go fight during Civil War. Uh, so he's explaining him his where his suit is. He's got to put on the suit that uh, Tony Stark has made for him, and it shows him kind of running around Manhattan, I guess, and testing it out uh, before he goes off in in civil wars with some people. Um, but I can't wait to see the actual trailer. Um, I just wish that they wouldn't <laughs> tease us so much now. There's too many teasers, but you know what? It did its job because now I'm interested. Yeah. Are, are we sure that it's, it's civil war? Because it seems like it takes place after. It's does a different it? Co- it, yeah, it's a different it looks costume. Like it does. Oh. But yeah, so, especially that, that that his suit has like has the wings on it for, from the from Oh the my god, you're uh, right. costume. Uh, yeah. You I know, mean, the, the only thing I would say war. too though is if I mean, we know it takes place after Civil War, but if in fact it does, why is he not wearing the Civil War costume when Foggy is talking to him? Or Happy, I'm sorry, Happy. Well, maybe it starts yeah. off <laughs> with like that like <laughs> different <foggy>. Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was like no, that was um uh in the Ben Affleck uh Daredevil movie. John Favreau pay, played Foggy Nelson. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. right. So now John when I Favreau see him, I'm everybody. like, I know it's not a person's actual first name, and it ends with a Y. I've got a 50-50 shot. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy, too, because a lot of people online are, are not liking the, uh, the 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 web wings underneath his arms. You know, they're what? like, what is that? The web gliders? Bah, rah, rah, rah. See, I'm with flying them. squirrel I... now. It's supposed to be a Spider-Man. Come on. What are we, what are I'm doing? sorry. Animal. Yeah, are we supposed to have Tobey Maguire again? Or are we supposed to have Andrew Garfield? Like, come on, give us something different at least if you're going to make a seven. Like, I just don't want, I never liked no, the, the web armpit hair. I never did. <laughs> and it's I know hygienic, it's like, it's like, Greg. It's a, it's a classic part of, I know, it's, yeah, it's genetic. Uh, it's a classic part of his look back in the day, back in the Stan Lee, Steve Ditko days. But I just never liked it. Um, it yeah, worked better for me it. in Spider-Man 2099. Uh, it worked better for yes. me. And um, remember Spider-Man Unlimited when it was like Dude, a yeah, the web so scarf good. or something? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Like, I just, they look as cool as you can make it look in live action. And it's good that they're separating the look of them um, from the other Spider-Man. Although I did like Tobey Maguire, Peter Parker, and I did like Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, but I hated yeah. the other way around. Yeah, yeah um, I, I think it did work in 2099 because like he's he's zipping through all this like futuristic right. landscape and the cars and stuff. So it, it would help him to actually have some kind of gliding thing instead of like shooting everywhere because there's flying cars and stuff. Like, yeah, it'd sure. be crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it really doesn't control. make sense now to have this like under web thing. And I, I may, maybe it's a little change in Hopefully. in in the movie. Maybe like it gets I don't know. He's like, oh, why am I? Why do I have this? It's weird. You know, <laughs> like um. Watching the tr- watching the teaser and they showed him do like the whole wing thing. The first thing I thought of was they're now one step closer to making it work for Batman Beyond. Oh yeah! Oh wow! One step closer for Batman Beyond. But too bad uh, Batman Beyond is DC and DC can't make a good fucking superhero movie anymore no to save their lives. Shit. 
Well, I think Dave yeah. means like uh, competition wise. They're like, oh, okay, you got a gliding spider. All right, well, we're going to go to the next step for Batman Beyond. We're going to Batman. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, rocket, but rocket like, boots. I, I see where, where you're going, Dave, but like, in all honesty, do we really want a Batman Beyond movie now with the way that, you know, the Justice League movie is looking to turn out the way Batman v Superman uh, out the But way. Joseph Gordon Levitt would have been an amazing Tor McGinnis. Yes. Yeah. He no, the, the dude from Roswell. Remember him? I can't remember his name. Nope. He looks, uh, I think he he's looks, too old now, honestly. I don't know. Yeah, but so is fucking Joseph Gordon Levitt. I know. <laughs> yeah, he, he looks, he, he's, he's like uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt's like in his 30s. The guy from injury. Roswell, he's at least. 40 like mid 40s at least <laughs> no he can't be he's gotta be yeah dude no, he was no. like a he was like a teenager when Roswell was out it's been like 20 years almost since that game that movie's been out i mean it should've been out well let's fact check that a little bit later <laughs> i still <laughs> say rosenbaum do. for lex luther oh man <laughs> i i want michael rosenbaum lex luther back that. he's he's old enough now he's he's luther <sighs> age more more so now than ever why? Why don't they just like have? I wish in the Justice League movie he just shows up and beats the shit out of fucking Jesse Eisenberg, Lex Luthor, <laughs> and then somebody uses that Jesse Eisenberg, Lex Luthor to beat up Zack Snyder. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Bold oh, man, statement. So good. Nineteen seventy-three. So yeah, Dave's right. He's in his forties. But you know what? Maybe we could have a few. Uh, we've already seen what. Jerry McGinnis is like when he's a teenager. Let's see what he's like when he's an adult as Batman. Yeah. It's Batman he's Beyond Beyond. <laughs> oh, Beyond, Beyond. you know Batman who the best... Beyond Beyond. The, wait, the best person to be uh, Terry McGinnis would be uh, Casey Affleck. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. The actor that never ages. you that with a straight face. Like, you just... <laughs> it's great. Looks the same in everything ever. <laughs> All right, guys, those, that's, those that's all of the nerd news that we have to get out of the way. Uh, stay tuned as we talk about the PlayStation Experience 2016. Let's cue up that theme music. If you have never heard of the PlayStation Experience, one couldn't really blame you. The PlayStation Experience, also known as PSX, is a relatively newer annual event for everything big coming to the PlayStation systems in the near future, uh, making its grand debut way back in 2014. Uh, this open to the public event features exhibits and announcements from developers of both small and large natures. Think of this as uh, a PlayStation exclusive E3, if you will where fans of Sony video game entertainment systems can come and nerd out over announcements, demos, and more. This year is gonna be a hard one to top for the console giant as we are treated to some fantastic announcements and updated trailers. Starting out tonight is Doc Chris with a pretty cool reveal. Let's take it way, way back. The year, 1996. 20 years ago. That is the 1996 noise. Do, 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 do. In this time, immediately after the do, 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 we are seeing a character we've never seen before. It is kind of a dog thing. He's orange. He's really cartoony. And he doesn't talk unless he goes, wow! Garfield. Yeah. Like the Garfield. He's got that kind of... 
that kind of Mario voice, but let's say it's different IP. It's not Mario. Mm-mm. It is Crash the friggin' Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot! <laughs> Crash Bandicoot has been sorely missing from the PlayStation's uh, kind of newer lineup. I've been very sad about it. And so we actually got a tease. I think it was actually back in E3 where we were told yep. that they are actually going to be uh, releasing a updated version of the original trilogy featuring Crash Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot 2 Cortex Strikes Back, and Crash Bandicoot 3 Warped. Um, now, these new versions are actually going to have updated graphics. It looks like we're going to see the same classic level layout, but with a completely new overhaul. Um, I'm pretty stoked about it. I love Crash. I was a PlayStation guy. I played Crash Team Racing more than I did Mario Kart back in the day. I changed my <laughs> ways. Mario Kart is freaking amazing. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Bold but, moves. Uh, anybody like that, he's like, this is far superior. <laughs> there's only, everyone knows there's only one kart racing game that's superior to Mario Kart. Diddy Kong. And that's Diddy Kong fucking racing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Diddy Kong racing. <laughs> but, but Toad. But Toad uh, is in Mario Toad, Kart. Though. But Mario. <laughs> yeah, but there's also Conquer. Ooh, yeah, it's also Conquer. <laughs> Anyways, Crash. But, uh, Back to Crash. Yeah, but oh man, Crash Bandicoot, people went crazy because Crash Bandicoot's a part of people's uh, lives. And I remember at, at E3, uh, I, I forget his name, but the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the Sony exec, like he wore a t shirt. He's like, hey, we're going to do stuff. And he's like, I got a lot of flack for that because I didn't show anything. We have stuff for you now. Look. <laughs> and oh man, he showed the trailer. And it's just like, it just takes you back, man. Anything yeah. that takes you back like that, ah, sign me up, dude. I yeah. love how like strategic it's been to this revival of Crash, right? So we, we had that demo level in Uncharted 4 where you just play Crash Bandicoot for a little bit. And then um, Jungle Rollers. Great. Jungle or, sorry, Rollers. Was it that? Biggest was it troll yeah. ever. Put a game inside of a game. It's so great. <laughs> um, and then you have actually for the new Skylanders Imagineer, Imaginators, Imagine not going to work here anymore. Um, <laughs> You have actually for the PlayStation uh, special edition exclusive, you have Crash as a playable like toy character. Yeah. And what? his ability really? is so on yep. Skylanders, if you've never played it, once your character dies, you have to either restart the level or play as a different character. When you go to the next level, your character revives. Crash's special is he has like three three lives, which is pretty oh, cool. Oh, wow. Uh, so we'll call, call back to that. Yeah, that guy. And you can wait. level it up to get more and more, and more if, if you want. Um, also, um, I don't remember what's his Chris. What's his uh, nemesis's name? Uh, is uh, Doctor Cortex? Doctor Cortex. Yeah, he is uh, also a, a toy character that you can get as well. Yeah. On that. Hmm. And now that we we have this revival, it's very interesting. I wonder if they're going to be working on a brand new uh, Crash game. Yeah, I don't think there's really been a solid like uh, big PlayStation game since. Um, oh my gosh, I can't even think of the name of it. Um, there was one for PS2 way back um where he fought i believe his nemesis was like a bizarro version of crash it was called like crunk or something or crunch or something like that. oh i remember that yeah, crunk yeah. Man yeah. it was pretty good <laughs> yeah. um, dash dingo yeah it was yeah so it's, it's it's a long way coming for sure like bring back a good old-fashioned platformer yeah. right you so know, it's also oh god oh i was just saying i'm really excited to see this game come out and play it and see if i'm still as dumb as i was as a 10 year old <laughs> and not be able to get past level three that's all. You know, as a 30-year-old now, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm smarter and more agile, and we're still going to suck hard at this game. <laughs> I will say, I did just pick it up again. I have, because I have it on my, I dug up my um, uh, my PSP, which actually I had the, the version on there, and I was like flying through levels when I was like, oh my God, I sucked so bad. <laughs> I was back out. 
but with the interesting thing, uh, even though Naughty Dog had a, a pretty awesome showing, this game, even though the original version was done by Naughty Dog with that really funky um, logo that had, uh, it looked like Snoopy's house that flies in from the left. Um, <laughs> now they have a much more, a much uh, more chic branding. Uh, but this new one is actually made by a company, uh, Vicarious Visions. Um, so it's going to be a release under there and under Activision. But Vicarious Visions, the majority of their games is actually looks like ports um, of other main, like ports to other systems where the main, uh, the main games is on kind of more powerful systems. So we actually see um, their most of their lineup is like mobile Tony Hawk games and hmm. like. Um, a few Guitar Heroes. It, sounds, it looks like it's like Activision ports for the most part. Um, Guitar Hero games for the Wii. Um, we also see a lot of the mobile versions of the Skylander games as well. So while I'm excited uh, excited to see this, um, we haven't really seen any really big, uh, big blockbuster games from this company. So it'll be very interesting to see how well that gets pulled off. I wonder if they'll make um, Crash the mascot again for PlayStation. Yeah, it was the unofficial mascot. Like he was never the official one. But let's let's not kid ourselves. He was the guy. No, he mascot. was. We yeah, we all dream we all dreamed of him and Sonic and like Mario having a three way beat down like back in the day. So like it, he was. Yes, beat down. Yes, thank yes, God that's... Dave said that word. That could have gone. A in fact, I remember direction. commercials like back in the day with Crash Bandicoot, where he would go to like Nintendo of America and talk shit to like. <laughs> like the building and whatnot. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Those, about that. those commercials were the best, yeah. and oh, it was great because it was God. like an, obviously a guy in a suit. You could see his face. Hey, hey, you plumber in there. Like I remember those commercials like vividly of like Crash. We, guys, we have we we have to like like re- re- repost those commercials for people to see in our social media oh, totally. because like for those of you who who weren't around uh, for that yeah. or who hasn't seen those, those groundbreaking. Best, like, Dude, like, but but back in those days, like certain advertisers had balls, especially gaming companies, because they were yeah. like they were the new guys, you know, they were right. they were the pirates in the high seas. So I remember that dude, the Crash Bandicoot guy in in the suit, going to the company, <laughs> like, hey, what's going on? Just like messing <laughs> stuff up. He was he was like a fat dude, but he like you loved him. He was like your bro. He was like, hey man, Crash Bandicoot over here. What are you what are you doing up there, huh? You're eating your mushrooms, and I was like, what? That's crazy. And then they show like clips of the game, and it's like Crash Bandicoot. I was like, what? That's so cool. That was a great marketing. Do you know who the face of the franchise was for PlayStation back then? Who? Not exactly. Who? I don't know who the official one was. It was I don't know. That's why. Know. That's what, it had to so be well. someone. It yep. had to be someone. God damn it, Jason. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say I'm about to drop some knowledge it. and you're like, no, who, who is that? No. I really don't know. No. No. Don't Wait, know. do you really not know? You just, you no, just, I'm just making I, a point. I, I, I think Jason <laughs> said that to be more of like more more of a point and be like yeah. exactly it's crash and that's great. It just, I your point it like. just failed it just it just didn't work like just a wop of fruit to the face <laughs> we'll edit that in post we'll make it work in post. it's fine <laughs> thank you um, so um yeah so this game so right now we've only seen preview footage of the original game crash bandicoot um, i'm mm-hmm. actually really excited to see some footage from crash bandicoot 2 and specifically crash bandicoot warp the third one uh, where you get like more abilities for instance um the wampa fruit cannon where it's a bazooka that you whip out to actually mm. uh, shoot things. Mm. It was pretty cool. Um, the whole thing is going to be called the Insanity Trilogy, named after the very first level of the very first game, which is Insanity Beach. Uh, they are calling this a remaster plus, so it isn't going to be like um, uh, like the Ratchet and Clank game where it's kind of a different this the origin story, but tweaked um, so that there were some very differences. It sounds like it's going to be updated, but we'll get a little bit more goodies as well. 
Um, the price point is going to be thirty nine ninety nine, so forty bones. It will oh, support wow. it will support four uh, K. So for those of you guys wow. that PlayStation Pro, you'll be killing it. Uh, and as of right now, the PlayStation Store says that it is due out on December 31st, 2017. Um, I don't know if they just had to put something up there uh, or if that yeah. is the actual date. Hmm. Huh. Uh, brings us to our, the next uh, thing that we kind of want to talk about. And Dave, that was Dreadnought, right? Yes. So Dreadnought is a, I don't want to say massive multiplayer, but it definitely feels a lot like a hero shooter with ships. That's the best way I can put it. Basically, you are a mercenary captain of a ship, and your whole purpose is to go out and battle other ships and gain fame, glory, and just everything that comes with that, and base and customize your ship to the best of your abilities. Um, the game gives you an option to pick from five different classes, and each class works just like the way it does for any shooter. You have your dreadnought, which is like the heavy armored, heavy firing weapon. Just like in any like heavy heavily have like heavily machine gun like person in like a first person shooter, you have your artillery battery, which is basically your sniper of the game. So you're basically a ship that's far away and just taking like pox shots at people, and it just goes on from there. You go from like your destroyer, which is your standard like mid range fighter type of way ship, um, and they do have one that looks kind of like a star destroyer. So I'm happy about that. Um, then you have your Corvette, which is like the basically like very fast moving ship. Um, I forgot like the fourth category, of course. I've, of course, I'm losing the top of my head. But each category gives you three ship types to go with. So heavily armored, lightly armored, and just medium armored. Um, different customizable abilities for every single ship. So you can customize the color. You can customize the decal. You can customize what type of firing mechanism it have. We can customize what kind of shields it has. You Dude, can customize... When I saw that, I'm like, I'm making the Battlestar Galactica. Like, that's yeah. yeah. You can do a lot of cool yeah. shit with it. And the best part is, like, the five of us can play with each other. Giggity. Um, <laughs> and battle against, like, other fleets in the game, basically. And there's two game modes. There's your classic, like... Um, Domination, basically five on five, and you die. You either respawn back as the ship you are, or respawn back as respawn back as a new ship. Or there's like elimination. Once your ship goes, that's it. You don't come back, and it's rest. It's up to the rest of your buddies to win the battle. You can come back as a fighter, um, but you just cannot come back as a capital ship. Basically, one of the larger ships. Oh wow. Um, fighters do play a part in the game. So if you're like a dreadnought or any one of like the capital ships, one of your weapons could be a shitload of fighters that comes out. And attack like other um, players in the field, pretty much. So the Star hmm. Cruiser uh, from StarCraft Two, that's what you're saying. About yes, cruiser, yeah, much. <laughs> but on a much larger scale, I think like fifty or so ships come Battle out. Battle Cruiser operational. Yes, <laughs> dude. I remember. I remember uh, seeing the, their booth at uh, at PAX East, and I was just like, "Whoa, what the hell is that?" And there was a ton of people playing it, and they had like a really cool like setup and like like a huge like ship figure and stuff like that. And people were enjoying it a lot. It, it seems like really really cool like ship warfare. It's like it's yeah. like futuristic pirate ship battles, pretty much. And, and and each ship has its own identity, and like the character models are stunning. Like they're mm -hmm. really detailed. It's crazy. And it's definitely, I'm super excited about it because I grew up playing Warhammer 40K. I grew nice. up playing Battleship Gothic in Warhammer 40K. So I love large ships. I love large armadas. Like the army I play in, in, in Warhammer 40K is um, Imperial Guard, which means lots of bodies going in one direction. Um, oh. And that's how I like my, like my play style. Just lots of something going in one direction. And it gives you the ability to do that with the ship you choose. That's what makes um, you beautiful. 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, yeah, and it also reminds me a little bit of Colony Wars. It's that giant, huge, like, spatial battle, except you're not in a fighter. You're in, like, one of the big capital ships, like, commanding the fighters and just either sending people to victory or sending people to, like, die. And it's wonderful in every single way. Is, is it on PC or is it uh, going to be for everything, too? It's not going to be on PS4. I know that for a fact. For PC, I'm not too sure of, and I'm pretty sure it's not going to be. I mean, I'm not sure if it's going to be on Xbox One. Right now, the release date is somewhere in 2017. Um, it's been in development since 2014, relatively. Like, they had the original, like, screenshots or trailers from then. And I guess now it's just coming closer to final release, but it's going to be somewhere in 2017. That's pretty much all I know. Nice, nice. Yeah. All right, what I wanted to say was if it's only going to be on PS4 and if it's going to be on, on PC as well, because I got a buddy who uh, who loves, like, that kind of game. Like, he plays, like, Eve or whatever. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, at he was like, hey, what do you think of this game? Going to be any good? And I was like, I don't know. I saw it at PAX East, and a lot of people were playing, and people who, who left, you know, their, their gaming session it was done was like, oh, man, I'm burning when it comes out. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, what, what made it good? And they're like, oh, we like the uh, – because so supposedly, like, uh, you would think combat would be kind of slow, but what you see from, from, the, from the trailers and from the footage, like, it looks really, really, like, like fast when everything yeah. starts going down. Like, all the acts, like, there's, like, a lot of stuff you have to do and you can do. You know, like you can like raise shields, like you can uh, like each different ship has like different offensive moves, different defensive moves, and you get to coordinate with everybody else in your fleet if you're playing yep. with friends. So it's just like really, really communicate. I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty awesome. So people who are talking to at PAX East were saying, you know, it's a lot of stuff you can do team wise, even just with like your ship alone, even if you have like one of the bigger ships. And I was like, that sounds 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 pretty cool. So hmm. yeah. what I'm hoping you can do um is you can actually like have let's say kind of like you get like um grouped up with people like in battlefield or whatnot you get like a one team you go with or a clan do the same thing in this and we're make the bad coyote fleet <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great we just like <laughs> we become cylons we jump from system to system yes. humans. <laughs> i mean it's only the five sh- only five capital ships can battle at any one given time but hopefully as the game progresses because right now that's all they're talking about like two battle modes but they are working on others so hopefully maybe a massive like 20 versus 20 scale like who knows it can go like anywhere at this point um Mm -hmm. no word yet on any campaign which bothers me a little bit because i like having a game with campaign mode Mm -hmm. um sure but yeah uh serge you know how you're asking if it's on pc or ps4 and dave you know i said you don't know if there's campaign mode guess what i know is only on ps4 and is only going to be a campaign oh crash bandicoot Crash Bandicoot. Oh. <laughs> In space! It's going to be the new Uncharted Lost Legacy single-player DLC. Lost uh, Coming straight off, off the presses and success of Uncharted 4 Thief's End. Uh, this is going to star uh, both Chloe Frazier and Nadine Ross. Chloe, for those of you who are Uncharted fans, is an Uncharted uh, 2 and a little bit of 3. And uh, Nadine Ross uh, was that big, badass, powerful bodyguard uh, from Uncharted 4 that was supposed to be a dude. But Neil Druckmann was like, you know what? Make it a chick. Why not? Let's do it. Um, so what it's going to do, it, it kind of acts as a sequel. It's a standalone expansion. Um, it's going to take place in India where Chloe seeks the Tusk of Ganesh. So that's going to be really mm. cool. Um, Tusk of Ganesh. No of... I'm, I'm sitting here reading like, don't, don't fuck, don't, don't mispronounce, don't pr- mispronounce. And I mispronounced the word mispronounced, but not Tusk of Ganesh. Um, Ganesh. <laughs> Ganesh. 
<laughs> you're right. <laughs> well, like, like I just I should imagine Chloe like just asking about it. Go wherever she goes, she's just like, I'm looking for the Tuscan Ness. And like, I don't know where the Tuscan Ness. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone bows. Their Every time heads. I mention this thing, yeah, with like that weird like Middle Eastern instrument playing in the background. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's sitar. Yeah, the sitar. By night, known as the sitar. Um. It's going to be really cool. We got it an eight minute look at it, which was really cool. Yeah. And it, uh, the reveal was really nice because you're, you're following um, in the third person view. Um, this woman all just like covered up and you're trying to figure out what's going on. What's going on? Who is this? This must be something. And then after the reveal, you're like, yo, it's Chloe. Like you haven't seen Chloe since Uncharted 3. And she was a badass in two. She's really cool. She was almost like a more badass. Um, What's her name? What's Michael Douglas's wife's name? Oh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Catherine Zeta-Jones in that uh, Diamond Heist movie with Sean Connery. Oh, uh, Entrapment. 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 Better than that. She's better she than that. Deeps beneath she has that good Catherine Zeta vibe, though, to me. But anyways, uh, it's going to come out. Um, <laughs> it was announced on, on December 3rd, which is the thing. It's it's not. It's going to come out 2017. I don't know when. Uh, I hope sooner rather than later. Uh, because Naughty Dog is just killing it, and they just they just know how to. Dude, do the as as soon story. as they, they they show that a PlayStation uh, experience, like, and and she she took off like her hood because she was yeah. fighting and stuff like that. Like, the crowd went crazy. It was just like, boom! People were like, oh my god! It's great. It's <laughs> Heads exploding reveal. everywhere, and they were like, what DLC for Uncharted Four? One of the best games that's come out in a long time, like most cinematic and story driven. And they're like, there's a DLC for it. What? Yes, let's go. Dude, I cannot wait to get an HDR, like a 4K HDR TV. Oh, my God. A Naughty Dog game, 4K. Dripping with with swag. With my (laughs) kind of new but not really new surround sound system. Oh, man, I'm going to think I'm Nathan Drake. (laughs) It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. Speaking of other awesome and great um, announcements, we know that there's a new addition to a very popular Capcom fighting game. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna take you for a ride. Marvel's Capcom Infinite or Infinite, if you wanna pronounce it that way. It's interesting. Uh, so, so they've announced the next Marvel vs. Capcom, and it's it looks pretty cool. Uh, it's a far cry from from Marvel's Capcom Three, Marvel's Capcom Two. So, Marvel's Capcom Three. Uh, funny enough, they're like, "Oh, hey, you guys want it on your your current gen console? Here you go on PS4, Marvel's Capcom Three." And I know. People, like some of our friends in the fighting game community, they immediately went and downloaded it, immediately went and got it. But uh, the appeal for Marvel's Capcom Infinite is that instead of three characters on a team, you have two. But the third slot is an Infinity Stone, which is really, yeah. So they have the Infinity Stones in the game now. And uh, they They brought them back. Hmm? They brought them back. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Uh, so so basically, um, you have um, instead of instead of picking your, your three your three characters, you know your two your three characters and then your assist type, uh, you pick two characters and an Infinity Stone. The Infinity Stones have different effects, right? So uh, and it, they have the really cool effect like what we saw at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy when the Infinity Stone was unleashed. And there's that purple swirling thing around uh, around the, the Guardians. Like every time you unleash it, like there's that effect going on. And, and each one does something different, like slower characters become faster with a time stone and things like that. And uh, with the power stone, ha, power stone, Dreamcast. Power. <laughs> every time I was watching the, 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 the developer interview, and every time they said power stone, I just kept thinking of the, the Dreamcast game. 
Just uh, some side notes there, but uh, it, it's it's cool because uh, uh, now that you have two characters instead of three, they're trying to make the game more like a game of chess instead of a game like Hungry Hungry Hippos, which is what Marvel's Capcom Three is more like. Is you pick your characters and it's just like an alligator fuckhouse of just mashing buttons and throwing things out. And <laughs> th- th- there is there is a technique to the game, which is why it's really popular to watch, but. People in the fighting community gravitate more towards Street Fighter because it's more calculated. It's more like a chess game. Like you have to read your opponent. You have to, you know, like know their moves. And 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 that's why in the grand finals for the fighting community was was the game was Street Fighter. It wasn't Marvelous Capcom because that game went to the wayside. It's not as calculated. So they're trying to make it more more of a game where it's just like, all right, I'm gonna need more skill this time around to play this game than I did the last one. Yeah, you know, and also um, and shit like that. rumblings of, and I've, I've Adam's saying this in chat right now, but I've heard this elsewhere too. No X Men characters, rumblings of that. Yeah, rumors. And 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 yeah. I was trying to try, trying to find a reasoning for that. Well, I, I, I'll tell why. you the reasoning. That's the same oh, yeah. reason why the Infinity Stones are in this game. It's because the movies. Yeah. yeah, the movies is their bread and butter. The movies Fox is Star. what's making them the money right now, the cash money. And, so and Fox still owns X Men. Fox still so. owns X Men, so they're in they're in a pissing contest with Fox. Essentially, they're they're just gonna go fine. You don't you won't give us the rights to like redo this shit like Sony's letting us do. Guess what? Wolverine's not going to be in this game. Cyclops, and that's and that's going to be crazy. Is not have a character like Wolverine yeah. in, in Marvel's Capcom to not have any of the other X-Men. right. It's um, like like uh, that's it's it's unheard of. I mean, not to not have Phoenix. Like since it's like some guys in the fighting game community, that's their characters. That's a part of their roster. So it's going to be crazy to see like who they're going to pick now. But uh, God, so many of our friends who bodied people with cable, they're going to be so fucking pissed. Yeah, yeah. Dude, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's it's going to be insane. I mean, like uh, they, uh, Fox just needs just give it over to Marvel, please. We don't like what nobody nobody likes what you've been doing with X Men. Speaking for everybody, I mean, we we we've had some <laughs> okay moments in the movies, but overall. Uh, no one's ever like the X Men movies are my favorite movies of all time, man. Yeah, I don't Nobody. know. First Class is pretty good, man. I really like First Class no, a lot. Oh, shut up! Dude. But I'm You're saying fired. like my favorite movies of all time. You know, that was uh, the uh, like, the, the like, Wednesday like, hump of the series. It was great. It was the, 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 <laughs> the peak Wednesday of the week. Hump. Uh, then it That's just a gr- yeah. yeah. All right, I give you that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to Logan, but I also want it to fail miserably too at the same time. You know what I mean? Just so like yeah. they can. Like they'll just give it up and give it back to Marvel, because it's it's all gonna hinge on Logan. I have a feeling. Yeah, dude, Logan looks good. Yeah. Like that trailer, it looks, it looks like 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 an art house flick. I know, it's, it's yeah. insane. Know. It's yeah. different. Yeah, and uh, and uh, speaking of games with uh, based on like, speaking of games that are also in flicks in movies, Resident Evil. Yeah. So Re- Resident Evil, well, Biohazard, Resident Evil Seven. Um. So let's go back to the history of Resident Evil for a really, really quick bit. Back when first when Resident <laughs> Evil first came out, what? <laughs> so when Resident Evil first came out, originally it was called Resident. I was originally called Biohazard in Japan. Um, it wasn't called Resident Evil until it reached here in the United States. Um, I wonder why they changed that. Like instead of calling it, Biohazard. it was because for the change of like the story. Whereas in Japan, they wanted you to know firsthand that it was like some type of viral thing. When it came to the United oh. States, calling it Resident Evil, you don't know it's anything to do with a virus until you get to that point in the game. It just sounds scary. Um, yeah, exactly. Did it make a difference? Yes and no. It was still a scary-ass game, especially when you're, like, 10 years old playing in a basement with, like, nothing to keep you warm except for a furnace. You know? So, like, definitely didn't make a change. So, in Resident Evil 7, it brings us kind of back to that, that roots of it of, like, Biohazard. Um, so, 
The game takes place four years after the events of Resident Evil 6. It takes place in Louisiana, um, and you play as a character by the name of Ethan Winters. By the name of Bill Wait, which, Compton. Which, which one was Wait, 6? Was that the one where, where, where <laughs> Wesker was in the lava, or was that 4? I want to say that was 6. 4 was... Code four was with, no. with Leon. Five was where Wesker's in the Oh, yeah, lava. that's right. Which one was six? Six was the one where you play as Leon and Chris. I, I didn't uh, play. I never played six, but I remember it jumped around. Um, actually, I might pick it up for PS4. It's only 20 bucks. Hmm. Yeah, like I stopped, I stopped playing them after four because I thought I got way too far away from the original aspect of the yeah, game. Like zombies yeah. and yeah. because they started going to like bioterrorism and all that shit. So. Right. It went way too... Yeah. So with Resident Evil 7, they've completely gotten rid of all the characters we know. You're starting with a new cast. Um, Takes place in Louisiana. Takes place in this farm, the Baker family farmhouse. Where... And this mysteriously sounds a lot like... um, What's it called? Silent Hill, where you play as Ethan looking for his wife who mysteriously disappeared. And that's his wife, Mia. In this, like, farmhouse. And now you're doing everything, like, first-person view. So, like, the whole game dynamic has changed. By giving you a first first person view, it does have some Easter eggs to original titles, but you're not going to see any of the original characters in this. So Leanne's not going to show up to save the day. Um, Chris Redfield's off doing fuck else. You know, it's, you're just playing as this guy <laughs> Ethan. Well, and the other thing, you're just playing as guy Ethan, who's just a civilian. He's not trained in military anything. Doesn't even know how to fire a gun. So he'll be the most least trained person you'll ever play as in this game. It, it's almost going back to the Silent Hill. Kind of it is. It you know, really is because cool. you're like in this like farmhouse. You're stuck. You can't get out for the most part. Yeah. It's it's um, it's totally the uh, the the PT demo they capitalized on. They're like, oh, oh yeah, like this. Let's do that. And call it Dude, Resident the Evil. original demo for the Resident Evil Seven played much like the PT demo. You had to do a certain amount, certain things in the game to unlock certain features. Right. And also like the original P, the original like uh, Resident Evil Seven demo also had that ghost in it. In like random parts, hmm. yeah. Like there's, I, I found one by accident. And I thought it was a glitch in the game because <laughs> I go, I turn and there's someone there, and then they disappear. I'm like, what the fuck was that? It was a glitch so, in your house. Yeah, that's yeah, real. especially in my house. Yeah, so I'm like, what the hell? It's just like some chick standing, like Samara from like the ring, just standing there, with like hair all down like our face. Yeah, and I'm like, what? Yeah, what the shit Ten was that? Days. But no, there's actually ghosts in the at res, in the demo. There's like five of them that you can find, pretty much. That's cool. And they're just randomly like in the game. They just you turn, they're there, and they disappear. Um, nice. So they had that, giving it more of the um, whole like Silent Hill aspect. They do the whole like stuff showing up where they shouldn't be, giving the whole Silent Hill aspect or like PT aspect. Sorry, stuff popping out, and then also doing like the first person view. So they did, they borrowed a lot from that game. Um, they borrowed almost uh, the entire premise, the, the whole entire thing. thing. Uh, Dave, yeah. much the whole Dave premise, when does like, it come out? When does it come out? It comes out January 25th, so pretty soon. Cool, right on. Uh, speaking of things coming out in 2017, Search, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, man, this game looks looks crazy. It's made by uh, Guerrilla Games, and their claim to fame now is is that they have this crazy engine that's going to procedurally draw everything, but it's it's it, they make it sound like it's beyond that. They're, they were, <laughs> I love these developers. They're talking like as if they're like Elon Musk or something like that. They were like, uh, it's like, like a mix between Elon Musk and uh, the Apple guy who every time they have uh, a presentation, they're like... Johnny Ive. Johnny Ive, yeah. We make the, this iPhone out of one piece of silicon. They were talking about like <laughs> this this new engine we have. It, it can take the hair from a character and make it flow. And the individual strands are all rendered in real time. And everything in the world is just so beautiful. Like the weather, the 
the animals, everything you see here is controlled by this engine, a completely advanced engine. And a lot of things that even surprised us as well. And one piece of silicon for this guy and this guy. <laughs> it's like, what? I love it. I love it. But uh, the game looks crazy. Uh, there's not much known about it. Um, they were, when, when they sat down at PlayStation Experience, they were saying how, you know, we had, it was more in the engine than anything else, but they were saying that, you know, you play this, uh, this, this scavenger, scavenger. <laughs> she uh she she's uh, i think her name is alloy or Alo something like that i don't know alola pokemon but uh yeah she she's like a strange from her tribe and you, you're out it's basically like far cry primal meets tomb raider with, with the bow because bows are still a thing in gaming and uh I'm, I'm not mad the game looks amazing and they're really pushing people to get it on the playstation pro they're like you won't experience this thing to the max to get it on the PlayStation Pro. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. You're going to love it bigly. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> tremendous, tremendous hardware. The PS4 Pro. Tremendous. The best hardware. Great. Yeah. So uh, they're really pushing this <laughs> thing with this game. I like it. It looks cool because I liked Far Cry Primal. I like games where you survive. You uh, you don't really have like like shooty guns. Like she looks like she has melee weapons. She has a bow, and she has projectile other projectile weapons. Like I think she can throw certain things, but there's no like like shooty weapons. And you're in this like weird post-apocalyptic primal age where all the animals are, are techno. It's it, it looks insane and it looks it looks really good and uh, this this engine is nuts. This engine's also going to be um, a part of the new uh, Hideo Ko Ko Kojima game as well. Like they they partnered up and they uh, <laughs> they actually gave Hideo Kojima uh, the the source code for that engine to show. Huh. You know, like a, a sign of, you know, like a, it was like a huge gift, you know, just like, oh, thank you for signing on with us. You know, we're, we're going to take your new IP to the next level. And they, they don't they didn't really say much too much about that PlayStation experience. But uh, they were saying Horizon Zero Dawn is going to be amazing, tremendous on PS4 Pro. It's going to be amazing. Bigly, all these words. <laughs> One of the things I find most fantastic about the game, and it's such a subtle but like tremendous thing, is you play as a female protagonist, but she's not all like hot boobs coming out and like you know like wearing like really tight like leather for no reason she just looks like a cave woman oh just wait she she might go into a cave and then go all tris marigold and yeah give give it time dave there'll be some like <laughs> yeah. super sexy like fucking dead or alive beach volleyball scene <laughs> for or something <laughs> I i'm gonna find the best right outfit to go like... hunting with <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's possible but right now it just looks like a real like it's just her like wearing these clothes and it's not like over sexualized yeah, you know, agreed. Speaking of things that look really sexy, that uh, that that uh, need no Cooney two game. Yeah. Oh, my, oh my, god. my god, this game is like take take Miyazaki and just have him be your grandpappy from now on, right? And the parents are Bandai Studio Five, uh, <laughs> also uh, SquareSoft is the uh, the milkman. Because uh, mm -hmm. somehow, or Square Enix rather, I'm living in 1997 still. Um, yeah, I was gonna say Square. <laughs> Where are you right Jesus, now? Jesus, yeah. What year is it, Square? <laughs> I just woke up from a nap. Um, <laughs> no, this game is so gorgeous, and I can't wait. Oh. I I saw a trailer. Um, I saw they had, they had trailers released like almost a full year ago at this point. I think over a year ago at this point. Yeah. And um, it was just all cutscenes, right? And it was all beautiful animation. And for those who don't know Miyazaki, he's made Spirited Away, My Neighbor Totoro. Um, Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah, and Princess Mononoke, I believe, mm -hmm. as well, right? Yeah. Um, yep. Like, it, this is just gorgeous. And I just see, I see a lot of Final Fantasy in this game, which is awesome because yeah. that is, that's my jam. Um, but... 
there's also some new mechanics coming to this game um, that pick up from you know the original, uh, and that is a kingdom creator. So apparently, you're going to be able to build an empire in this game as well as being able to explore, Whoa, what? fight people. Yep, um, this game is coming out in 2017, and I cannot wait. I I think once we're done and we wrap up here, I'm probably going to download the original if it's available on PlayStation <laughs> and and give it a whirl. Um, but yeah, this is this is going to be a good old story. It, it follows a uh, a furry uh, style. Uh, <laughs> young young king called Evan. Uh, that's he's the boy king, and uh, it seems like this this kingdom is going to be overthrown at some point. So these two people meet up, um, and they actually rescue him. And uh, we're going to find out what happens, you know, in the game itself. But um, from what I've heard, you know, the the previous was a Final Fantasy and a Pokemon mix. So I'm I'm interested in to see what happens. But this k- kingdom creator thing, I'm all about. Dude, I, I can't wait to see more about the creating. Like, I want to see like a developer video just talking about that and showcasing it because the, the art style, as you say, is, is like a, it's like a Miyazaki film, and it looks beautiful. Oh yeah. My God. And and you have like like a like you have an overarching story as well, and then you'll be able to create a kingdom. What? And and, and with that style, oh, that's gonna be so cool. I mean, yeah. I, I wonder how that's gonna gonna play out. You know, like this game looks so interesting. It's one of those unique titles. You know that uh, that it comes along every so often because like so many games look 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 the same. I mean, you have like uh, like Titanfall too. I mean, like it's it's like every every man shooter, big shoot 'em up mechs. It is fun, but right. very generic. But then you have like like this game, and it's it's really trying to do something different and uh, and give you something more. And it looks like I mean, I'm already intrigued by by the trailers of, of this this story about this boy king and and everything. And I, I want to know where it goes, you know? And the cool thing about it is like, we're in the space of gaming. So we're going to be able to be inside of this experience. Right. So, um, I wonder if they're going to have any, any like, like VR stuff with this. Cause they're pushing a lot of games with like, oh God, uh, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, it'll be cool to be in that world in, in VR. I think know? I could deal with this world. world. I could see, I could see it be just as tacked on it with that final fantasy VR game. That was just a rail shooter. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> There's some things that, like, I would love to be in a Miyazaki world of VR, don't get me wrong, but I would like it to be custom-made for VR mm. and not just, like, a hack, you know? Mm. Yeah, just just so you can, they can sell more PlayStation VRs. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd like to see it, though, just walk through the world like that. But, yeah, oh, yeah it's, sure. it's so interesting looking. Yeah. Um, Anytime you can give me 2D on top of 3D, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's only gotten better, too. It's starting to, um, and that's why I really like these, these next-gen uh, anime games, especially um, you know Kuni Tube, by the looks of it, because it's getting harder to tell what's two D and what's three D. Right. There is um, Which there's is- an awesome level in um, in Ratchet uh, uh, Crack in Time where it's this very kind of like um, it's a world that there's like lots of lava around, and there's something about the aesthetic of it that it has a very similar where you it looks like you're playing in like a two D world, but it's all three D. Is something about the like the it's it's very mm. similar kind of aesthetic where you have very bright colors kind of everywhere, um, mm-hmm. and a lot of the textures for some reason that world is just very like almost like muted textures where it, it seems drawn as opposed to like yeah printed out it's kind of crazy yeah yeah it's got a lot of flat color in it but there's like a lot of there's high texture volume but there's also a ton of flat color and it just they're not it's not dark I think that's the other part to it right like you said Chris there's just colors coming at you like crazy and that that's what I respond to best apparently because it just looks <laughs> so good. <laughs> Bunch of colors. Yep. Yep. Can't speaking, wait. Speaking of things that look so good as well, um, 
the final thing we're going to talk about before you segue into the secret question is a reveal that I don't think a lot of people anticipated so early, at least not me. The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. Bomb drops at PlayStation Experience. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Jesus, you, you, you can feel that across the room. I'm sure an earthquake was like happened somewhere. As soon as that dropped, people were just like, huh? What? No. It can't be. No. Fire. Yes. And then... <laughs> explosion. God. It's just graphically, based on what we're seeing so far, it looks great. The we see we get a general time frame, right? Um, Ellie's obviously quite a bit older. Have you guys heard the the theory behind what's going on in this trailer? No. Is she so, uh, hunting down fireflies? Is that a so the theory? Wait, is, wait, wait! So before you, you you say the theory, for those who who haven't seen it and should have watched it, we basically uh, pan up to, to Ellie. Well, says so oh, someone's yeah. playing guitar and they're kind of bloodied up and it looks like they've been through a scrap. The, uh, and they're playing an acoustic guitar, singing a song. Well, and the, the like, song oh, for those who you want to find it is uh, by Sean James. It's called "Through the Valley." Uh, I listened to it on loop for about Dude, three or four it's days. So good, yeah. And then it, it shows Ellie; she she's older, you know. And then uh, here comes Joel in the doorway, and uh, first for a minute, and you're just like, "What? Yeah. What are you doing, kiddo?" Yeah. So what's what, what's the theory behind this? So the theory is that Joel is dead, hmm. and Whoa. she's like Tyler Durdening Joel. Oh. Tyler Durdening. So he's not actually there because if you watch it. He, you do see him, right? He comes to the door, but he, he's a silhouette. Yeah, and he, you know, he has that weapon on him, and he puts it away. And and the theory is she's cracked because he's got killed by the fireflies, and she's gonna, or I don't know who she's gonna kill, who killed him, but she's going after them directly. Wow, it, and it, it would make sense to worry about the the zombies or the clickers or anything because she's immune, right? So, you know, she could literally just lure him into a trap of that. And like, you do not want to piss off the one person who's immune to the thing killing everyone. <laughs> and it would make sense because, like, the story is different in this one. Like, it's basically, like, they said it was about hate. Yeah. It's a revenge story. And you're playing as Ellie, like, fucking people up. Playing so, as Ellie, an older Ellie. Like, that's crazy. So <laughs> it would make sense if that's the case. And she's just going, like, balls to wall nuts on everybody. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we obviously have Troy Baker resuming the role. Uh, Ashley Johnson, I think, is the actress's name who plays Ellie, re- resuming that role as well. Um, the that window, that window is from Last of Us One. You see that window? Yeah. Off in the back, that's the loading or the title screen. Dude, and like uh, having having like uh, Troy Baker talk about how you know they've they've wanted to come back to this role, they've wanted yeah. to be a part of this for for a long time. At, at PlayStation Experience, you know, they were saying how you know when it all ended, they're just like, oh, is it going to be a part two? Like we don't know, but they've always like kind of championed it because you know it 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 really brought them you know in into their own, and it really like made them. Uh, you know, like who who they are. He was saying, you know, like the, the character he played, Joel, uh, you know, and, and the character Ellie, like really, really like spoke to, to both of them. And they had a chemistry to, to together on set. And, uh, you know, they were always like wanting and talking and naughty dog, like, hey, are you guys gonna, people always want this. What's going on? Let's do it. And then for the longest time, when they actually started with the project, they couldn't tell anyone. They had to like lie to everybody. But now they're like, oh, we can tell you guys now. And you have no idea what's going to happen, but it's going to be great. And oh, man, the, if, if no one's ever played the, the first one, you, you have to. It's some of the best mm-hmm. like gaming and storytelling ever and acting. 
and acting. Oh my god, dude! I, 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 like there's certain moments in in the first one, the first Last of Us, they just stick with you. Yeah, you know, the open the the beginning of that game definitely sticks with you. Just the way it starts. Yeah, and you're sitting there. I remember I was sitting there holding the controller after the beginning of that game, like when the outbreak happened. I was like, "Oh my god, that game caused me to smoke." Like, there's so many parts (laughs) in that game where when you're like held upside down and like they're they're coming in and you have to like fend them off. It's like scenes like that would make me just stop, pause, save. Go outside, smoke a cigarette, and be like, "What the fuck did I just survive? Like, what the hell did just happen?" <laughs> I'm kind of surprised they that they did do a sequel. Like, they the the great best thing about that first game is it's they wrap it up so well. Like, it doesn't. It's not like they left anything unfinished, so it stands on its own. I'm very excited to see what they do with it, um, especially since they actually brought in one of the uh, writers from Westworld, Haley Gross. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I was that that just bodes very well for what is already a phenomenal franchise yeah um, also watch westworld if you guys <laughs> yeah great. watch westworld also uh the westworld soundtrack is on apple music i noticed and probably on spotify already um, hey. and includes that paint a black cover it does yes oh, I, that's what i've been nice. listening to after when i found that out sean james kind of went by the wayside and i'm listening to that on loop. <laughs> oh, man. My whole Dude, life. but I, I I can't wait for for this game Last of Us too. I mean, the first one was just phenomenal, and it's great too because you see even all over the internet people who who were recalling being somewhere where either either somebody was playing it or somebody themselves who played it. Like there was there is uh, there was a mother who who was chiming in uh, when this was was released and announced. She said, "I watched my son play it, and like I didn't know what the game was, and I was just so compelled by the acting that you know I had him replay it from the beginning and uh, <laughs> and sit through the whole thing. Yeah, and she said it, it was it was amazing, and you know, and it'd be being an older person she didn't think this is what video games were you know because there's a huge misconception that it's all super mario brothers day call of duty 360 no scope dorito mountain dude like, <laughs> and uh yeah and you know I'm, i was reading just this whole whole comment thing she was saying and she said it was very compelling it was nothing like she ever thought video games were ever going to be and she didn't think that they were putting that much attention into this medium and then you know her son was like yeah that's what i was trying to tell you and she was like i can't wait for for this next one you know and she's she's gonna get it like for her son like as soon as she can that's, and that's really the cool most amazing thing and and people were recalling the most like their favorite moments like uh there was somebody who who said you know they were tearing up when um joel and ellie they're in a house somewhere and, and joel was basically you know, joel was trying to pass her off uh, uh and uh at the, and the part of the conversation was um, you know, like he, he was telling her what to do and just leave me alone. I got to go away, yada, yada. And she was just like, you know, don't tell me that I'll be better off with, with somebody else. You know, like I'm not oh. her. And yeah, when he's really like, I'm not her. And he was like, excuse me, like I'm not your daughter. He was just like, hey, you're on walking on very thin ice here, Ellie. Yeah. You know, be careful what you say next. And she was oh. just like, I'm, I'm not your daughter. And he's like, yeah, you sure shit aren't my daughter. And it was just yeah. like that whole, that, that, that whole scene. I was just like, oh my God, I remember that. I remember nah, that scene. scene. That was, God, that was so... The scene with the two brothers. Brutal. Oh, oh my God. Uh, okay. Yeah. One of them get, get got infected, and the other one just, like, killed himself. Crazy. I was hoping not to spoil it, but yeah, sure, right? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's some time has passed. Some time has passed. I know, but it's, still. It's not, uh, an entire generation of console has passed, yeah, and passed. they've remastered it. If you haven't played it by now, too fucking bad. I played it through was, twice. That scene was really amazing, <laughs> too. He's like, no, it's my brother, man. He's like, all right, I'm just going to take the gun from you, okay? Just tell you how he's... And he's, like, putting it out. He's like, no, no shoots himself and i was like holy shit that's crazy yeah so um, this one oh my god god even knows what they have planned for for this one if it's if it's a story of revenge and hate like my god i can't 
Naughty dog. dog, two OP. Naughty dog needs nerf. <laughs> two OP. We need patch notes saying that they're getting. <laughs> Speaking of patch notes, it's time for the secret question. That was the best segue I Pat could have. Um, so tonight we talked about the PlayStation experience of 2016. Uh, we learned that the this ex- exhibition has only been out for really a couple of years, which is very interesting. I never knew that until I really looked it up. I feel like it's been around forever. Um, gentlemen, my secret question for you tonight is out of everything we discussed, what is the if you only had enough money for one of these releases, which one will it be? And I think oh, I know what you... everyone's answer is going to be. Except Bastard. <laughs> even you are a bastard. Um, but we're going to start with Dave. You are a bastard, sir. Oh, God. Um, fuck. <laughs> um, I sometimes feel like I'm like the teacher in school where like when I ask you a question, like everyone just doesn't move. And then it's usually Dave or Casey that are just like, what the fuck? And that's what no, I'm like, I'm like a T-Rex. It's, my Any other like, really secret question you throw at me, I can like wing. This, however, I can't. Because there's like three titles I want to get real bad. Four, actually. Four titles I want to get real bad. And it's like, you asshole. Um, and it's crazy because these titles are really good. Like I, yeah. I, have, I, have, I have friends who are like PC Master Race heads. And they're like, dude, fucking Last of Us, Uncharted. Like, yeah. Ah. <laughs> Buy a PlayStation. You know what? Last of Us. Just because as much Horizon Zero Dawn don't know anything about yet except for what we've seen. Mm-hmm. You know. You seem excited um, for, for Dreadnought. I thought you were gonna get Dre- Dreadnought. Dreadnought, uh, yeah, I'm excited for Dreadnought, but again, there's nothing there that's gonna make me like I love jo- Joel. I love Ellie. These characters, like I bond with these characters. My niece's name is Ellie. So that's another reason why I love this game so much. So it's like as much as I would like to see and where these other games will go, I want to see the continuation of Ellie's story and and um sure. In Last of Us, Doc Chris, what about you? For a second. So I realize we have this list here, and yeah, Last of Us looks amazing. Um, however, one title we didn't talk about that I'm super curious to see what it is, and I actually probably have the most curiosity is Death Stranding. The Kojima game. The, yeah, yeah. the Kojima game, because what the hell is going on? I have <laughs> no idea, but it looks so interesting. And now they have Mads Mikkelsen in it, too. Oh, my yeah, God. Mads yeah, Mikkelsen, and they have uh, Guillermo del Toro. Like, they scanned his whole body. They put him in there. He's holding what? a baby. There's, like, an army coming. He's in a sewer. Okay, and, and Mads Nicholson has like tentacles coming out of him. What? Hey, Dan, what the hell <laughs> and are you doing? If you watch the original trailer with Norman Reedus side by side with the Guillermo del Toro one, uh, it's kind of weird because Norman Reedus, the baby that's in Norman Reedus' yeah. hands, actually disappears and then reappears at the same time in Guillermo del Toro's hands. Which, like, what the kind of hell meta marketing are they doing to me? My head's exploding. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. I hope it's not like some super like pretentious game that when it comes out, it's like he is like oh, it's like a it's like a metaphor, you know, man. No, I it, hope it, it is it's going to be. Yeah. The, it's a metaphor for why I fucking hate um, Konami. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be another mist. That's exactly what's gonna be. You guys, you guys remember the game Konami. Mist back in the day? Yeah, yeah. The game is a like, disaster. God, the game that you just only you only beat just because you hated yourself. I fucking hated Mist. It's gonna be another one of those where it's like. I have to beat this to see what the story is. All right, I beat it. Why is this the ending? Fuck you. 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, he did he did with that trailer, Matt Nicholson and you know Norman Reese is like what? all this all this weird stuff, like damn. a baby in like this crazy like jar kind of thing or whatever, and it, it's it's nuts, man. Like it, we don't know anything about this, but everyone's just like, I'm getting that, and we haven't even seen is. gameplay. We don't even know how this yeah. thing's gonna play out. People are already right. signing up for it. They're like, yeah, give me whatever wherever it is. Hideo Kojima is. They're yeah. already giving out promotional babies in jars. <laughs> <laughs> that's a collector's item a baby <laughs> like baby a in a jar Sterling. come get your baby in a jar do you have any trade baby in a jar ah oh, yes baby in a jar come get your baby in a jar fresh baby in the jar I wonder how many oh, baby God. dolls that uh, Kojima is going to end up like autographing at conventions now I'm going to have yeah. him sign an actual baby <laughs> I wonder how many how many how many cosplayers are going to be like like <laughs> Showing up naked as Norman Reedus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The baby. It's terrible. USBs on a necklace. Uh, Jason, what about you? So, Greg, you said that you already knew which one I was going to pick, huh? That's right. That's right. (laughs) You guessed Crash Bandicoot? Is that really? I thought for sure Nino Cooney. Of course it's Nino Cooney, but I mean, I'm going to pick Crash Bandicoot (laughs) for this. I'm going to (laughs) lie. The reason why is so I can tell my 10-year-old self to suck it uh, when I actually get through <laughs> level 3. Once I'm done, I'm going to be like, boom! Wow, you're a dick to your Lay the smack <laughs> down on Papu Papu. <laughs> yep. I, I can see it already. Jason, suck it! Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. Suck He's going to like the third level. He's going to beat the third level and open up like a random photo album, find a 10-year-old picture for photo himself. Fuck you, man! <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, it's Nino Cooney, man. There's no way I can't play this game. I'm such a, you know, I'm. I believe that the my actual father is a Japanese guy somewhere. You know, um, I just love this game so much uh, already, and I haven't even played it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sergio, what about you? It's Last of Us too. Yeah, I wish. I wish I could say uh, Kingdom Hearts three. I know they didn't show anything from that. Did I know, it? so mad. I was hoping there's like a no post-credit experience. Kingdom Hearts three thing, but there wasn't. Yeah, they they, they showed some Kingdom Hearts two point whatever because it can't count to three yet. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. You know what they're Ridiculous. doing? They're getting mad at us, and they're like two, two and a half, two, two point eight, <laughs> two and three quarters. <laughs> two two. When I count to three, nine. <laughs> when I count to three, you're all gonna have a good time. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> Two divided by uh, pie. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good games being shown. We all like uh, the nostalgia of Crash Bandicoot. Dreadnought looks interesting. Uncharted Four, the the DLC, obviously, is going to get. It's going to make a ton of money. People are going to people are buying that already. Resident Evil looks interesting. I don't know if if I would purchase it as it seems too close to PT. I'll, I'll just I'll just like borrow it from somebody or whatever. Yeah. Rising Zero Dawn, I, I'm very intrigued because I really like the Far Cry games. I really do, and the whole aspect of uh, of you're in this weird post-apoc world where all the animals are all crazy, like techno, whatever. Like that seems really cool, really cool. You could have a lot of fun with that. There might be some like. You know, stoic moments where you're just out meditating somewhere and like you come across like a, a tribesman you have to help or there might be a Michael Bay moment where you're taking a gigantic Tyrannosaurus alligator Rex thing that's all <laughs> mech mechasword, you know, and uh, Marvel's Capcom to Infinite. Oh, man, I, I do love fighting games. And that one looks like and that and those games are fun toy boxes that you get to like bust out these characters and like the, the, the little kid in you is like, yeah, look at that. It's, you know, your favorite character. and They're going crazy. You know, but it kind of some of the moves still look like like Marvel three. So yeah, probably gonna have to go with uh, with Last of Us here. You know, you'll get the Naughty Dog story, all encompassing thing, and plus it's like an event. 
Like yeah. Naughty Dog games like this, like it's like an event. It's not oh, just like a game. It's like, all right, everybody, we're all signing up for this. Let's go on this ride. <laughs> uh, I'm the same. I'm on Last of Us Part Two. Um, the only like our close second is right now Horizon Zero Dawn, just because the the graphics on it, just like how it looks, the color stuff like that. Uh, Nino Kuni Two, I I'd probably be more into if I had played the first one. I think, and but. That looks really fucking good. Resident mm. Evil, I'm just going to borrow or something, figure that out. Mm. But uh, and Dreadnought is not even on my radar, if I'm being honest with you. It's just kind of like, yeah, I see it. I understand. It's just Last of Us 2, like you're saying, it's going to be an event. It's going to be every. It's going to be one of those games where you log, you log on to your PlayStation and, and everyone on your list <laughs> is playing it. Except for that one guy who is still playing like Last of Us 1. Um, because he be like, skipped it, and then that other jackass. No, no, who's more, playing... more like that one guy who's playing Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Oh my god! Ugh. Or playing like Warframe still because he just got his PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You are, you are <laughs> playing that again. <laughs> I um, wonder if the internet's gonna go on a giant like mute for like part two also, because I know that was a big thing for like the first Last of Us. Like no one really spilled it for anybody anywhere except for like the one or two assholes. I wonder if they're going to do the same thing with the sequel. I don't know, man, because you would have like uh, some of some of the major blogs who were even like when when TV shows come out, they're like, "We know the ending," or "Here's why this thing happened." It's just like, "Why are you really like? Don't do that." So they're going to be like, "Last of Us." Here's how it ended, or "Here's what it means." It's going to be like a spoiler picture because, like you know, so some of these uh, uh, you know major blogs or shit posters like Kotaku, they just who just don't care anymore. They're just like, "Oh, hey, look, here's the thing." And yeah. boom, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Ten reasons why the ending like, meant this. Yeah, I wonder if even like oh. the Muggle News, like, like Good Morning America, is like, oh, a lot of people are playing this, this game called Last of Us 2. It's made by Naughty Dog. We got the guys here. Oh, so what's this whole thing about? How are you guys doing? Hey, wait. My kids are playing this. What's I'm having a cup here? of wine at nine in the morning. <laughs> now, you know what they're going to do? This is exactly what they're going to do. Like, this, made by the, this by made by a company called Naughty Dog. So we have a bunch of naughty dogs here. We're going to teach you how to train them. <laughs> they're, they're doing that now. It's, it's crazy. They'll have like all these like fads and different things and, and certain things we're into. And they're like, oh, here's a look, everybody. Yeah. For, yeah. All aboard yeah. the Panda Express. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I'm yeah, hungry. it's going to be an event. <laughs> all right, guys. That's all the time that we have for this week. It was uh, the PlayStation Experience 2016 week of December 8th, 2016. Uh, remember to follow us on Facebook for podcast video replays, Facebook-specific live streams, updates, and more. Remember always to go to backyardy.com for all of the nerd news that you want. Uh, plus, we also have a new Final Fantasy 15 week one. These are the things you should definitely be fucking doing. Article written by Mac. So thanks for doing that, man. It's actually uh, helped me on a little bit of my playthroughs as well. So definitely, definitely go check it out. All right. Cool. Um, as always, too, remember to find us on iTunes. We'll, we're going to be editing and posting this up for free with, I'm going to say, 54% better audio quality. 54%. So exactly. 54%? 54. <laughs> it's math. I figured that out somehow. Uh, and remember to always tune in and watch us uh, every Thursday night right here over at twitch.tv slash Bad Coyote Funky. We do it at 10 p.m. I always say 9.30 by my gut now because we did, said 9.30 for so long. But it's really 10. It's really 10 o'clock. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Do it up. We'll see you next week for a very special podcast. And the week after that for an even specialer 
podcast. English is failing me. So I'm going to more specialer than before. More specialer. I'm not special. The best with 54% more special. <laughs> 50% more specialer for everybody out there. And we also want to thank everyone who's been listening and been tuning in each and every week. Uh, we get some random feedback via our social medias. Thank you guys for liking our specific episodes. It's interesting to hear like, oh, hey, you guys are getting this episode. I just listened to that. Oh, that's great. Thank you very much. There is a flavor for everyone. Check out our past podcast. We talk about movies, comics, and everything, and more. Mm-hmm. All for you guys. All for you guys. So remember, we'll see you next time, or we'll see you another time. Or, or never. never. Or never. <laughs>